Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. So you know the thing that drives me the most crazy of just about anything, right? No. What is it? Well, how do I feel about people following the rules? Pretty sticklery. Exactly. I'm regimented. I like things a certain way. Uh-huh. And one of the things that you find is in society we have all agreed upon a standard for how we handle situations. Okay. So then what occurs further is that an individual institution like Mitchell's school, for instance, can put out rules for how they want you to enter and exit their property. Is their which property? They have done. And people continually ignore. And now there's a new crossing guard who instructs people to ignore the instructions of the school and causes massive traffic jams. He was a real jackass, wasn't he? Well, what did he do? What Tell, tell them what happened. You were driving. You got stuck in the intersection because some dumbass cut in front of you. And dumbass and his cro- crossing guard pounded on your window. Yeah, because... And swore at you multiple because times. Because I refused to pull out into traffic lane and cut in front of everybody like he wanted me to do and like he instructed me to do, but that the school doesn't want you to do. Right. And this is why, like, in front of Mitchell's school... It's really weird because there's like a crosswalk that goes from the main gate across to the cement platform where there's a sign for the school. And then there's little walkways on an at a 45 degree angle on either side of that sign. And there's a parking zone there, except not um, before 10 a.m. or something like that or 9 a.m. You're not supposed to stop there. Well, it's kind of a dumb rule. So, in keeping with the theme that, hey, people make up their own rules as they go, I made up my own rule and I would pull him over there. Then I started noticing that the police were parking a motorcycle cop right on the other side of that sign and nabbing anybody who stops there. The school was clearly offended by people stopping Right, which is stupid because they have a freaking crosswalk available for the kids to use. Right. And a walkway that leads them right to that spot. So, and it's out of the traffic. By the way, cars can still whiz by. It's not like the line to turn into the school in the first place that blocks an entire lane of traffic. Can you imagine what a cluster it would be if everybody dropped off their kid right there at that sign, though? It would be worse than it is now. Well, yeah. I feel. It would be a massive problem. 
But if some people drop their kid off there, some people drop their kid off in the normal drop-off area, some people drop their kid off farther down, and some people drop their kid off at the park, there should be no problem at all. Right. And I, you know, I called up his boss, basically, because I was steamed. And I didn't complain that he pounded on my window or do anything that would get him in trouble like that. No. What I did was I told the truth. The guy's instructing people to drive around the lane of traffic and cut other people off in exact defiance, in direct defiance to what the school says to do. Steamed is what you describe that as? Yes. I think there are much stronger words that you would use to describe that. Then you don't know me very well. Just so that everybody else knows. Then you don't know me very well. Steamed is pretty minor. That was was steamed. That was steamed. Ask you, Mitchell. You, you roll down your window and swear at people when you're only steamed? Yes, ask Mitchell. He okay. will tell you. That was just basically steamed. That was not like overtly pissed or anything like that. So I called and I could have told them the part about him pounding on the car. And I guarantee you that would have gotten him in trouble. Right. But I left that part out. Because what was important to me was not that he pounded on the window to my car that he's causing a worse problem by directing people around the cars. And he was just a general asshole? That too. I didn't tell them that. (laughs) But just so our listeners know, he was a general asshole. Yeah, but also know that I handled him ethically. I mean, there was no reason to totally throw him under the bus. What I thought was funny? Well, there were buses around that you could have thrown him under. Anyway. What I thought was funny is that when we were driving away, he was standing there flirting with the lady jogger. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. And there was kids crossing the street. Yeah, clearly that dude doesn't do his job very well. Uh-uh. But that's what had me enraged because people seem to think that they can just make up whatever rules they feel like making up. Right. Like the people around here who... Oh, my friend, you know, I don't want to be a gentleman and walk all the way to the front of the building to escort this woman that I'm banging to my apartment. Yes, that's what they're doing. And they're too (laughs) lazy to walk them to the front of the building so they can get a parking spot at the front of the building and then escort them back so that they're 100% safe. They're too lazy for that. So what do they do? Oh, here, just park on the ramp. (laughs) You showed them. Well, then someone gets towed away, and it's like all of a sudden nobody's parking on the ramp. Well, yeah, one person got completely towed away, and one person got within milliseconds of being towed away, and there hasn't been a single person park-parked on the ramp since. Stopped, yes, but that's different. Who cares? Because in reality, the problem is that it's a fire lane. If they're just stopped there and they see a fire truck coming, they can move. they'll move. Yeah, I agree 100% with you on that. I just think that it's funny, though, that people want to set whatever rules they want to set for themselves. Well, And it doesn't matter what the real rules are. We should have named this podcast People Are Assholes because the Nightly Ranch just doesn't seem to fit anymore. Our theme is always how inconsiderate it's done and nightly. selfish people are. It's done nightly and we rant. About that kind of sounds like the are. nightly rant to me. 
But you're right, you know, I haven't had a good rant in a little while. Maybe you should. Maybe I should. Like right now. Rant Shall I? What are you going to rant Yuggy, about? Yuggy, boss man. Shall I? You and your stupid elephant. <laughs> anyway. What are you going to rant about? I'm going to rant about people who change the rules to their own liking. And like, go. Okay. Like the people who w- that play for a mutual soccer team who thought they could get away with just coming whenever they wanted to because they had the coach convinced that nobody else was going to be able to take their kid's place. Doesn't seem to be the truth, but okay. <laughs> you know, there's, situa- there's, there's situations like that. And they just, oh, you know, my kid's so good that that coach will never cut him, so I'm just going to do whatever the heck I want to do. Don't feel like going to practice today because it's at Servite? Then I won't go to practice. Right. Apparently, that didn't work out too well. <laughs> Bye. But still, that's an example of someone who they know what the rule is, and they just change the rule for their own liking. And I, what I don't understand about situations like that, you would think it would almost be impossible. Because why doesn't the person who set the rule in the first place open their damn mouth and say, you're violating my rule? Because they don't care, or they're inconsistent, or they're just a butthead. But see, but that's that's a problem then. Don't make a damn rule if you're not going to enforce the damn rule, or if you don't care about the damn rule, or you're going to be inconsistent about the damn rule. Because right. then you set expectations and fail to meet them. Right. That's a bad thing. I agree. It's like I've been waiting for you to say to me, so are we going to adjust our sales goals because we hired a salesperson? And I was going to tell you. You said we can't until the I beginning of April. I was going to tell you, no, we're not. Because we want to decimate these goals for a couple of months to make sure that we are actually going to decimate the goals. I mean, we can't we can't bank on this person exactly. to meet a goal until we see what they do. Exactly. That's why you don't change the the time, the, the money mm-hmm. goal. But that's another example, you know, people just, oh, well, I'm just going to do this. Why is that okay? Well, or it's not okay. Or, oh, you know what? It says, don't pick up your kids after track. Don't pick them up outside of the school. Please pick them up on the school grounds. Well, that clearly means, by the way, this is a made-up rule. <laughs> I clearly, was going to say. <laughs> clearly means that if they go away to a meet and they come back for, with the bus, they don't want the kids walking off the campus because they have no control over what goes on outside there on the street. So they want you that if you're coming to pick up your kids, you pick them up on the campus where they have chaperones who can keep an eye on what's going on and not have kids get raped and murdered. Right. So makes sense, right? Well, it's also kind of like it's also kind of like people who sign a lease, saying that they agree and will adhere to these list of rules, and then don't. And then they're freaking smoking in the freaking house, and that's against the rules. No smoking of any kind. Nothing flammable. Nothing flame creating is allowed in the house. No cigarettes. No candles. No blow torches. No bazookas. Is that true? 
That's what their lease says. Nothing with flames. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I'm now. not talking about our lease. I was thinking I was here. I was like, what? I have no idea if we're allowed <laughs> to have candles. But I feel like I was pretty responsible with the one candle I've had in the two and a half years we lived here. So, <laughs> A plus. So true. So true. But I don't know. <laughs> I, I, that's why I rant. Because these people do things that just make me angry. I don't think people even realize how infuriating and inconsiderate they are when they just know what the rule is and make up their own. Or when they make up a rule and then don't enforce it for everybody or anybody. Yes. Because it's a waste of time. Like I said, you start to set an expectation. It's like, why tell somebody, hey, I'm going to pay you $10,000 a month. And then when the first paycheck comes up, you give them $6,000 a month. Because you're expecting them to be like, oh, didn't pay me what I was supposed to get paid. But hey, this is pretty good. I'll take it. But nobody would do that. People would be like, see this number right here? $10,000. Pay up. Jerk. Yeah. Yet, see this posted rule right here that says, no parking in the fire lane? <laughs> that doesn't apply to me. That's the common theme that I see with people who want to change the rules. The rules just don't apply to them. Only when it's convenient do the rules apply to them. So only when it's going to benefit them, like the $10,000. or That some, benefits them. Or someone parking in their parking spot. Right. Then they're hot and bothered. Mm-hmm. But when they or their friends do it, no one else should be hot and bothered. Right. Because, hey, what else am I supposed to do? It's always the answer. It drives me bananas. Because reality is you're supposed to use your brain and realize that you're overstepping your bounds by doing the things that you do don't use their brain how can you expect that of people even the cat uses his brain and he's kind of simple I'm not positive the cat has a brain but like being honest it's unfortunately lack of honesty tends to be treated with like a water under the bridge mentality once you figure out that someone has been dishonest with you you either kind of let them know that you know and then it's water under the bridge or you just make it water under the bridge and you don't let them know but one way or the other we seem to be a type of species that when we grasp oh that was a lie and here's how i know it was a lie once we understand it, we can let it go and move on. But only so many times. Speak for yourself. But only so many times. Okay? So here's the thing. You're right. The too many times could even be twice. So Whose fault is it when a person knows, and they're a person in authority, knows that one of their subordinates pretty much worships the ground they walk on. Uh-huh. 
what do you call it when that person kind of imposes a edict on that subordinate like you will not tell John that I gave you a raise manipulation okay abuse of but power but whose fault is it then if the person being manipulated did what they were told to do the person in the position of authority okay it's like statutory rape it is not the 14 year old's fault even if they initiated it it's the adult's fault right because it's a position of authority thing right and it's a you should have known better kind of thing right it's always about the position of the person in the position of authority it is because they have more experience they have more experience Okay, so in this particular situation that I'm alluding to, it is not that person's fault. And that's why I had a conversation with one and not the other. Because one of them is more open to having a discussion like that. And admitting that he made mistakes, uh-huh. the other one is less willing to have that conversation. And so for me, it comes down to, like I'm talking about, do I understand her situation and why she did what she did? Yeah. Do I also understand that she's not being honest? Yeah, I understand that. So I accept it and move on. Fair enough. Because it's not her fault. Someone manipulated her into that position and probably has her convinced. You know, you didn't know because I hadn't paid yet. Uh You know, that kind of thing. I mean, Uh that's just enough to be persuasive. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. So... (laughs) <laughs> I feel like in those situations, you have to look at that. Whose fault is it? Uh-huh. You know, and if it's it's not about placing blame so much as it's understanding, you know, we teach people to listen to what their boss says or follow the chain of command, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then we want to turn around. And this is why the problem persists when a police officer does something stupid. Just yawn, it was okay. Because they're when a police officer does something stupid, because their supervisor told them to do so, what most police departments tend to do is make the police officer the scapegoat. Because society in general is a little thick headed and they want to make the officer the scapegoat. But the reality is Flip that around. The supervisor tells the officer to do something and the officer stops and thinks about it and goes, that's wrong. I'm not doing that and refuses to do it. Those very same people are going to say how insubordinate he is and you do not question the superior's orders, blah, 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 blah. And do you not see how hypocritical that is and how contradictory it is? It's playing both sides. You always compare the police department to the military. 
Yes. If person in charge of a military platoon is like, y'all go here, and it's the wrong idea, and people die, it isn't the platoon's fault. It's the leader's fault. Because he led them into exactly. a sketchy-ass situation. Exactly. But my whole point is, we teach those people, and we teach children. What do we tell children? Listen to listen to the adults. Uh-huh. Respect your elders. Uh-huh. Then what do, as adults, what do we do? Oh, that person's a senior citizen. Show them more respect. And on and on and on. Okay? Uh-huh. But eventually... You get to a point where one of those people in authority tells someone below them to do something really stupid. And if someone doesn't step up and be like, stop it, it's going to propagate over and over and over again. But here's the thing. What I'm getting at is when you flip the coin and they stand up to the supervisor or the person of authority, then people say they're insubordinate and they shouldn't act that way. They can't have it both ways. You can't always follow your boss's directions but, oh, you should have thought for yourself and not followed that direction because it was a bad one. Right. That seems stupid. How, how can you say both of those things are true? <laughs> That's like saying, well, one plus one is two, but two minus one is zero. You know, it's not possible. If it works left to right, then it has to work right to left. And I just, it drives me crazy when people do that. Oh, I'm just going to dismiss that little fact right there. I'm not going to worry about that little fact. Apparently lots of things drive you crazy today. You you got me started ranting. I don't think I got you started. I just encouraged you. I put the cat to sleep, though. He's always asleep. So I'm probably putting everyone else to sleep. But that's okay. Because I got to rant today. Okay. And that's a got good way to end a week. Ranting. Got like your rant out of the way. Now it's time to catch some Z's. Tell us something, though. What? What was the most fun thing out of this week? I destroyed myself at mini golf. Yeah, I would agree with you. I have a literal wound from miniature golfing that is swollen and bruised, and I iced it. She slipped. And I have a scab. Banged into a wall that I twisted is completely fine. Yeah. Not even a twinge of ow. That's stupid. But this this is awful. Yeah. There's a lot. That's really (sighs) stupid. Anyway. Alright, dudes. And dudettes. Yeah. For me, you know what I forgot to mention though? I kinda liked going to the Getty today. I thought it was very pretty. It was interesting a little bit much there's like overwhelm that first building we went into took more time than almost the entire um lacma if art isn't something you're exceptionally passionate about that museum is a little bit much yeah that's what i liked about lacma la county museum of art they got this really cool like gas lamp display in the front um, that looks at different from different angles. And then they have like a small building to the left that has like some big exhibits. And then to the right, they have a couple of a cluster of small buildings that have like different types like African art, South American art, 
And so you can kind of go, you know what? I don't really like that one. So just skip it. The only thing that I would have liked to add to going to the Getty was I would have liked to go with the gift shop. Yeah. I like to see the things. Not because I wanted yeah, to buy no, anything. No, no. I, like I hear you. I hear you. We should have gone into it first because it was right there at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. We should have. Next you're time. You're absolutely right. No, you're right. Yeah, and maybe we can go with Ashley one time. She seems to like it. Yeah. Pick her up, then she can go for free without having to pay the parking fee. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Well. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Hi, everyone. This is Mike, and I truly hope you enjoyed this show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash TNR show. Thanks for listening.